Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Flux campaign. Uh, I am Dom. I play, I usually play a Norn, the Elf Cleric, but tonight I am DMing to try to finish up our little escapade down into a dark, dark place with robots, lizardmen, dragon hybrids. Oh my! You guys introduce yourselves now. I didn't hear roll call. My bad. I'm Sarah. I play Isabel Kyle Flick and Axel. Bunch of crazy people wrapped up into one body. I'm Puck. I play uh, currently a knight right now, and I've been a vampire, and I've been a bug, and I've been uh, uh, a turtle, and I've been. Don't steal my shtick! All in run button, buddy. I think I've lost that. <laughs> My name is Charlie. I play Bardis, the Goliath Barbarian Cuddle Master who got to bench press a monster off a bridge. <laughs> and I'm Eric. I play Lokar, the Tortle Paladin slash Warlock, uh, just trying to bring a little bit of power and light to the world. I'm Steve, and I play Deus, the inquisitive rogue with the bone handle. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. So, last time we left off, our intrepid adventurer just finished a, uh, well, finished a rather exciting battle, if I just say so myself, versus uh, some lizard folk and a rather nasty-looking hybrid monster thingy. As was uh, reminded by Bardis, that thing got chucked off a bridge. Uh, unfortunately, or so it seemed for our adventurers, two more just suddenly popped out of the background and were making their way towards them. But then, out of nowhere, um, a giant uh, mechanoid being dropped down from the ceiling and like tore those things apart. It then made its way over to the party and all menacingly extended its face towards Lokar and asked a simple question. How can I help you? Oh yeah, I forgot about the question. Um, I guess I'll just look at it and say, uh, we're looking for the children of Lars? Lars? You've been fighting them. The, the 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 dragon thing he just chucked off a bridge was the children of Lars. All of these are remnants and the blood of Larigos. Who's I think he says all the lizardy lizardy people were his children. So all these things are his children? But they're all fighting each other? There has been a containment breach. Currently, I have been trying to contain the breach. You see him kind of like twitch a little, and there's like uh, his face goes like sideways like uh, a couple of times, and then he straightens his face again. Okay, so. Is there anything we can help with? Lars sent us down here to handle this area, and I believe, based on the last one we were in, we're looking for a gem. 
Who is Lars? Is that the name? I thought it was Lars. It is Lars. He's the guy. Um, he's the the father, I guess, of everything here. The blood of all these pe- all these creations is Larigos, the dragon. Oh, maybe I think he's going by a new name now then. Is there like an insight check or something I should roll to try to figure out that Lars is Larigos or the like? Well, the thing the thing you notice is this thing is very like the way it's speaking is very clean and almost like almost very precise. Like he's not trying he's not trying to uh lie or anything. He's just stating it, it sounds like he's just stating facts. Like he's just no, that's fine. I'm just trying to figure out if my character would believe... Like, okay, I tried to put together that Lars and Laragos are the same person, but would Lokar be able to do that based on the information given? Mm, yes, because Lars has said that these is, these are his children, and this thing oh, has said yeah. that Larigo, all the lizard creations are the blood of Laragos. So. so it's the inverse proportion of logic. I get it. Um... Okay, so then I, I guess I'll just look back at it and go, um, is the so we were sent down here by Laragos. Um, is there anything we can do here? Laragos is the main is the I'm sorry, I'm, uh, sorry I lost my train of thought there. Laragos is contained. He cannot be walking around. Uh, okay. Regardless of the state of Laragos, let's just say we were down here to help bring about Laragos's wishes. Are you also here to help with his wishes? I am here to contain a breach. Laragos is threat level Omega. I am assigned to stop any and all of his plans. Okay, Laragos's plans. Okay. So what are what were his plans before? Do you know that? To destroy this place. Why would he want it destroyed? Uh you see it start opening its mouth and then it starts making a weird sound with his mouth like kind of like screeching a combination of screeching and the um uh internet connection modem sound. We all know that one. I, we all know that. I, my ears file not found hello can i help you all right guys i I don't know what to do about this anymore kill it no i don't think that's wise you can see him just standing there he's like the face is like I said before. It's a like almost a perfect human porcelain face, but it's definitely got that uncanny valley thing to it, and it's and it's like it has this kind of slight, gentle smile. Is there a gem here? There is a way to shut down the system, but I do not have an administrator pri- privileges. So, who has administrative privileges? You see, its eyes start to glow, and uh, it lets out. It it emits uh, emits a beam of light, not unlike what happened to the uh, diode 
in the you know with uh, Steve's disc, say uh, discs. Uh, no, sorry, disc. Uh, and it starts scanning everybody, and then in it extends its face again and turns to Theus. Oh, maybe that bomb in your arm actually has a usage. Please stop calling it a bomb. I don't want it to explode. Never. Hey, if, if it's got a face of a bomb. Administrator privileges recognized. Formerly of Dr. Trent Whispers. It has been transferred to you. You will now have administrator privileges. What can I do with these privileges? You may open any and all doors here and have access, uh, first level access, as due to uh, Dr. Trent Whisper's transfer of privileges to you. All right, but how privileged are those privileges? You have access to this entire facility. Is this Karen levels of privileges? I was going <laughs> to say, don't get greedy. This is like a backstage pass. Oy. Anyway. Very well then. Would you be able to direct us or lead us to the next area? I can. He makes his way towards the other end of the room, and, but suddenly a sharp crackle fills the air. There's a pop, there's lightning, and then suddenly, fuck. Uh, where? Uh, you appear 15 feet above the ground. Uh, <laughs> suddenly, puck. I think that he needs to take fall damage. I think it's like a D6 every 5 feet. It's not every 5 feet. Not every, it's like every 10 feet, and that's after a certain point. You're right, it's a D20 every 10 feet. You can make an athletics check, Tony. Alright. Athletic. All right, I athletic on my head. <laughs> See, Sarah took the power. Okay, so it's like a D. I didn't. I know. I rolled a two, and I get a minus one. <laughs> Let me so roll yeah, a D six of damage for you. Okay. Dirty one. Good thing the ground was there to break your fall. <laughs> How much fall damage? I think it's like a D6. A D20. It's a D6. I'm going to give him a D6. Take three points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, the floor doesn't have piercing damage? Uh, not, he didn't land in any of the glass containers. Of course, that might be punching. Mortal Kombat pit. <laughs> Aw. Alright. I'm pretty sure. So Puck, uh, so Puck, uh, as you I'm as you I assume you try to get up, you notice uh, looming above you is an eight foot tall combination of a ro robot skeleton and a xenomorph, as far as uh, basically general like thematic design with a porcelain white face and giant claws at the end of his hands like looking down at you. Can I cast darkness? <laughs> you made him angry. 
and I I run in opposite direction. Hockey's with us, and welcome to the party. Yes, welcome. As Flick pops her head behind Lokar and is like, "How are you?" Uh, quick question: uh, uh, Do you stop quickly, Buck, when they tell you that, or do you just keep booking it? Um, I turned around and well, I'm in the pain right now. I just landed on my head. <laughs> I'm not going to turn my head. I'm going to keep running. As he's running away, I'm just going to go. Ugh, another scaredy cat. I don't think my shell's big enough for both of you. Well, Puck, you run. There's not room for two of us up here. Yeah, Puck, you keep uh, running until you get essentially to uh, a door that is, you know, closed. And there's really nothing around you except for either side, immediately to its side, except you see that you're in a giant room filled with giant glass containers, many of which are, you know, em- uh, empty, many of which are filled with, like, churning liquid, and many of which look like they've been shattered. Uh, you also see a couple uh, bodies and uh, a lot of blood. The wall? What looks like glass? Uh, basically, uh, on either side of... on either side of you, to your left and to your right... Uh, you see rows upon rows of glass containers, like round glass containers. You know, like I said, some of them churning, uh, churning with liquid. Some of them empty, and some of them, you know, shattered and broken. All right. And there's rows upon rows of these things. You can't see the end of them. I guess I'll just keep going away for. A, I can't. Um, I'll, I'll hide if I. You can. know, the thing is right behind you. It extends its face towards you. I'm and- running. And says, hello, how can I help you? Nope, running, running. Puck, stop! There's a giant robot! Yes, but it killed other things that were trying to kill us. Um, I'll run towards them. Alright, so you rejoin the party? Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay, so the thing, the robot uh, approaches you again and, you know, tries to smile at you. Are are we in... Puck City cast darkness. Are we in darkness? Yes. <laughs> I can uh, see in darkness. It's magic darkness. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, you too, huh? And Might you have taken a little, uh, little side effect. <laughs> You notice that the thing's eyes are glowing red, and it's like looking red at you guys. So I don't like this guy. Okay, so um, anybody want to fill puck in, or uh, so trying to? (laughs) So I just kind of take puck and just go, dude, relax. We're uh, we're in this another facility. Uh, we've had to deal with some a bunch of lizard things that were dead, and some robots, and we dealt with a couple of hybrid pieces. And apparently, uh, your buddy Theos here has a key to the entire facility, so he's got an administrative privileges. Oh, figures he would. Uh, I'm not but, even going to argue. You know it's true. No, he also knows it's a bomb. We apparently think it's a bomb because it attached itself to his wrist. It is not a bomb. 
It's his thermo, thermo nuclear <laughs> weapon. Wait, this is, is that, how rumors get started. <laughs> is that Dom talking or the robot? The robot. We're going to keep calling it a bomb. Maybe it is just the bomb. It is not I a bomb. It's pretty much the bomb. He goes boom. It's not rigged for explosions. Say the real important thing here is that you're going to need to come up with some sort of a cool catchphrase whenever you open a door with it. You cannot use Booyakasha. I was just thinking that too. I was not even thinking of Booyakasha. Somehow you would face plant into the door when it was opening. Okay, so we're in a room full of lots of glass things, and there is a giant robot thing that is bigger than the owl bear, which I, frankly is, I think, the biggest thing I've faced so far. Is maybe owl bear? Where? But Where's the fucking owl bear? How the hell does this not creep you out more than an owl bear? It's an automaton. We've seen those back home. This one's just this one, different. You said Xenomorph, right? Well, basically, it looks like it was designed to, like, that kind of biomechanical, like, arms and body, arms and legs of, like, a Xenomorph as far as in images. I'm trying to get the image across to you of what I have in my head. Like, there were there were automatons where near us, but they tend to be like human shape, or like there's a ball underneath them. Nothing that looks like it's going to yes, rip but, your face off. Yes, but you remember the golems that would walk around sometimes, and they were oddly shaped. I mean, this is just a automaton that's not shaped like what we're used to. What the hell's a I golem? Mean... Huh? Sorry, I come from a world you're, that you're not describing. I, I, I'm from where it's we eat and kill each other, but I'm not sure what a golem is. Uh, well, the world we come from, there's lots of advancements in magic and sciences, and they have what's called golems, which are these things made of materials that are animated by magic. And then oh, you have animals. undead in your world, too? They're, te they're not undead. They are... Never alive. But they're they animated by magic. What makes them any less than undead? They're not made. They're not all made of flesh. Some are made of stone. Some are made of metal. I still fail to, to see the difference between necromatic energy and whatever this is. Batteries. The energy powering my uh, my processes is purely arcane in nature, not necrotic. That one was banned about two hundred and fifty cycles ago. That's. So where better. are we? Oh, are we having this conversation in magical darkness? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. I can see just fine. It's trapped in a portal at this point. It doesn't matter. It's only so. 60 foot. Uh, It'll eventually dissipate. Whatever. It'll, it doesn't inhibit. It doesn't. No, it's a 15 foot. It's a 15 foot radius, I think. So are we all like talking into Tony's darkness bubble? It's like Tony, come on out, Tony or, or Puck, come on out. Oh, I thought we were all in the darkness bubble. I don't, I don't yeah, care. I don't I really see the darkness bubble. It's like sunglasses <laughs> to me. I figure at that point, I'm standing where I was standing was safe. Might as well not move until it dissipates. <laughs> I could release the concentration. Well, well, it's well just three can see in there, but not everybody. So 
I'm just just because Puck's an octopus. Yeah. I mean, he could be if he wanted. It is a good defense mechanism. Okay. Mm -hmm. Except when there's glowing red eyes looking at you. Except for every time you've done it, the enemy can see through it. I don't think so. It's just bad luck. All right, so what's y'all doing now? Besides arguing, arguing the uh, pros and cons of magical darkness. All right, now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now that someone has a minister of rights, aka a bomb, maybe we should find out if we can open that locked door at the end. Well, I was just about to pick up where we left off before Puck dropped in and ask this fine automaton uh, the direction to exit this place. Well, do we want to exit or, well, uh, we, well, we should find whatever we need. We need to get another one of those gems, I believe. So we're after gems. Okay. Of course we're after gems. Come on, Puck, you know me. I know, I'm Come just on. trying to... No, I just don't know what the hell we're doing here. I just got here. Is there only one other door in this room? Yeah, uh, across the across the ways from when you where you entered. Okay, I'm just gonna. It's locked. Uh, for Puck, for you, it is locked. All right, I, all right, I, Mr. I Administrator, go unlock the door. Hack the is she in the shell. Wait, what? What? <laughs> so, Flick, I'm Flick. She got There's scared. Some, there, do you and have like a house in there? I'm not in not, the not, shell. Not, not, not I have strapped myself securely to the back of Lokar's shell. It's like a hippopotamus with his little like pet bird or the little bird thing in the wild, where they make sure like they don't get any pests on them, kind of deal. So every so often, you'll just see Flick's head pop up from behind Lokar. It was great. We did a whole fighting thing. It was awesome. Yeah, Sarah. Now I'm just imagining Flick licking the shell. We didn't have to bird. make it weird till now. It was always gonna go weird. So, you're strapped to the... What if he falls? I've seen him try and get over tables. <laughs> it's fine. Don't flaw the plan. Luckily, there's no table here so far that we know of. Next you don't know how table. much damage I did sitting up here. Flick feels on top of the world. She's never been this excited. To which one I saw crossbow bolts bouncing off that one thing. Yeah, it's actually pretty amazing. In between sessions, you should have seen it, man. Her shortbow just morphed into a crossbow. Huh. Shh. I had the crossbow the entire time. Yes, yes, you did. You're rolling for deception every time you <laughs> say that. Wait, is that Flick? You're talking. She's out a safe space. She waves really obnoxiously. Hi, Puck! Wait, my shell is your safe space? Apparently. I step up to the door to get things moving. <laughs> All right, let's All right. go. I uh, take my hand, hold it with the shield thing on it, and I place my hand on the door and wait to see what happens. Uh, the door lights up. Uh, 
the symbol that you've seen in all previous instances, you know, uh, forms out of the lines of light, and uh, the door slides open. The path is open. Let us continue. So is that thing following us, or...? I, I guess we'll find out when we enter the next room. Go I go into the next room. All right, you guys make your way into the next room. Um, you see more of the same. It's uh, a hallway, uh, you know, 15 feet across. Uh, it lit up from, you know, light sources, you know, that you can uh, around, along the uh, the floor and along the ceiling. And um, it looks like there were murals here before, but you can't really make them out due to multiple, multiple, like, gashes and slashes across the walls. How lovely. Every room so far has been a room of death. We've been fighting, we have been fighting the breach for many, many cycles. It's following you guys in. I was about to say, ah, yep, it followed. So down this hallway, is there just the one other door on the other end of the hallway? Yes, yes. Alright, I will start making my way down the hallway. We'll look in at the murals, and I'll ask, so who is this fight between? The fight is between uh, our guard, the guards, as made up of uh, the robotic forces of the research facility, and the experiments of the research facility. So who is in charge of your guys' side? The last administrator and head, uh, and head of the research facility was Dr. Trent Whispers. But his life signs uh, faded 150.32 cycles ago. Who's experimenting? Dr. Trent Whispers and his team. Is the team here? The team has life, uh, life signs faded 150.32 cycles ago. What's the protocol once no more uh, experiments can be performed as the experimenters are no longer there? Maintain facility and contain any and all breaches. So you guys like vacuum too? Maintain the facility and contain any and all breaches. Okay. So what when it breaches, what comes out? Is it these lizard things? The experiments. If, if we open the door to leave here, would that be considered a breach? You cannot open the door until the breach is ended. I don't understand. What does this breach mean? The experiments have all escaped. What about us? Oh. We're, just, we're just randomly in here. Are we not considered a breach? You are not. You are not part of the facility, you are not part of the guards, and you are not part of the experiments. You are outside force. Okay. Next door? Next door. You can move to the next door. I so, place my hand on the door. <laughs> I, I guess point of order. Um... When we first got introduced to this, did Lars say anything about our goal with this one? I just don't remember from last week. No. 
he's been very vague and cryptic on everything we're supposed to do. Yes. So you I guys just, are just as lost as I am. I, I feel like pulling a Walter Peck and just shutting the whole thing down. <laughs> What's a Walter Peck? Ghostbusters 1, he's the one that walked into the firehouse and basically had an electrician shut down their containment grid, which released all the ghosts at once and caused Gozer to come into the world. Oh. That sounds fun. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> it was Bill freaking Murray in it. Oh my god, he just googled Ghostbusters. Well, I've seen Ghostbusters. I just don't remember the names of the characters. Anyway. Moving on. Hey, look, there's a there's a containment year, unit here that says uh, Walter Peck. Wait, is that the name tag of the robot? No, it's not the me. You guys make your way into the next room. Yeah. All right. All right. I think so once I again we're following Theo. Mm-hmm. All right, so you enter a room. Uh, it lights up as you enter. It's, um, but only the lights on the floor seem to work. Though. There don't seem to be any lights on the uh, ceiling. Uh, it's a round, uh, I'm sorry, uh, it's a hexagonal room, basically six sides. And in the center is uh, another strange looking dais. It's this one, though, this one is like rectangular in size. It has like, in the center of it, like, you know, diodes look like they're ready to light up, but it's not inactive right now. So the right. ceiling, the darkness on the ceiling, that area is fine, though? Mm-hmm. It's dropping down on us? You yeah. notice that you can't really see very far up there. You see it, it's going up there, but you can't exactly tell when, where in the walls end and the ceiling begins. You're not exactly sure how high it goes. Does so dark vision help at all? Um, it helps for a bit, but you still can't see the end of it. Yeah. That's a tall ass ceiling. All right. All right. Does anyone else want to try the diode thing on the, in the room? Yeah, that's a 120 foot ceiling there. At least. So what does the dais look like? It's just got diodes on it, like lit up. Uh, it's basically like it's basically like a rectangle. It's a rectangular platform. It's like five feet by twenty feet across, and in the center, basically, it's in the center of it is like um, just a line of. It's like it seems like a glass like surface, and then there's like you know the diode similar to the ones in design to uh, the ones on. Theus's uh, wrist shield, but far larger, in, uh, far larger in size. So, anybody else want to test out and see if they get a cool thing? Sure. I'm way out of my element here. I'll wait. What was I doing? I'm doing something. Okay, Tony. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, there's a, a dais, whichever, I forgot what that is. Is that like a pedestal or something? Yeah, kind of like that. It, 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 it Yeah, it's, it's kinda, like it, an altar. It rises about a foot, known about to your waist level. Okay, so I'll go up to that, and is there anything on it for... No. 
You Sorry. guys can do stuff too. Uh, it starts lighting up. Uh, one die turns on, then the other, and then just more and more light up, and then they form one solid thing. And then you see this giant, what looks like a tablet, um, made out of light just up here. And uh, across it, uh, just words or and symbols seem to appear. You can, Puck, since you know Draconic, you can tell, you know, you can get a couple of words here and there, but it's just like moving quickly, like from, it's shifting. The words are on the surface are shifting and changing so quickly, you can only make out like a few words at a time. Uh, like project, uh, experimental, uh, combat and uh, one strange one that uh, one strange thing also says something like Nephilim, but uh, you're not sure if you know it's that's exactly it. All right, so this is a tablet, or is this like a computer screen? It's like it's like a it's like a giant like computer screen made out of hard light. Uh, can I pick it up? Uh, you cannot, because uh, basically when you try to go to uh, touch it, you, your hand kind of goes through it. Okay. There's so, like uh, some noise, and behind you, you hear, uh, you hear uh, the robot say, I'm sorry, you do not have administrative privileges. All right. Uh... Try, administrator. Can you turn the page? I will try. I will step up to it and place my hand near the screen. Um, let's see. Uh, the screen kind of stops. Uh, all the symbols and everything kind of stop in place. Then they slowly reconfigure and they form the shape of uh, the dragon you've seen in the murals. And beneath it, um, you see uh, a bunch of symbols like final, uh, make like a sentence. You can't tell. You don't know Draconic, right, Theos? No, I do not. No, but it, I'll read it to him and everyone else's. If they're, I don't know if anyone's gathered up to the thing, the Deus, but whoever's nearby will hear me saying what it says. All right, so as you read it, you basically, it says Project Nephilim. So anyone know what, what about it? Nifflers? I know one. I don't know. So wait, what's the Nephilim? Uh, basically, the robot, uh, the robot turns to you and he says, Project Nephilim is, and then he suddenly, like, um, starts making that sound again where he's looks like he's struggling with something and it's like the combination of a screech and the modem sound and he's like I'm sorry I do not have access to that file hmm. okay so uh, alright so other words that I saw previously were like experiment and uh, crap I forgot Uh, you saw an experiment project. Uh, you saw a couple of like dragons in there, blood, and some words that you know 
you weren't sure what they were. It's like, you know, since you're fluent in Draconic, you know a lot of words in Draconic, and these seems like almost like new words. Okay. Anyway, this seems like a, a research log, probably, for whatever experiments are going on here. Okay, well... Hmm. I try and... swiping my hand along the screen. Alright, you notice that the actual the images and everything start... Which way do you swipe, left or right? Uh, <laughs> to the left. All right, so you know you're a Western reader. So I'm, using, I'm using my I'm using my left hand. It has the shield on it to swipe, so I'm swiping to the left. Okay, so uh, it goes to the next page, and then more and more some uh, more like a full like it looks like a page, paragraphs and paragraphs of words and everything come up. Uh, Puck, you can see that you know. Uh, uh, this is like what well, it's like a general like introduction into the um uh, the so it's what whatever the project Nephilim is like. It says something. It's like very administrative jargon. It says uh, project Nephilim has been created in order to further research further our research into dragon human hybrids in use for in use for preventing the next step of the cycle. Just as a half dragons exist, right? For our at least, yeah. Well, the the thing in your world, uh, would half dragons can exist and everything, but this is like, uh, yeah, this is like them trying to make something that we already have, essentially. Okay. Well, that's what that's at least that's the gist you're getting of it. That it's like, yeah. That, well, no, like, that's what I'm gonna say to Theus. I'm like, it, it seems like this world is trying to come up with how to make half-dragons. I guess their dragons weren't horny enough to fuck everything around them. Yeah, no, but... But yeah, they're all like... And basically, it's like, the more you read it, the more you realize that they're trying to mass-produce them. Huh. So, they're trying to learn how to be like bunnies, but they haven't gotten there yet. So, they're trying to breed them like they're making Warforged back in Eberron? I guess so. Um, do you think it'd be a good idea to maybe like do a big swipe left? Like, did, when he swiped left, did it like one page go by and that's it, or did it like multiple pages go by? Like, I was gonna say maybe we, maybe a good idea would just be like flick through and so until you see a nice picture. That's that's usually a good way to go. Thaddeus, what do you do? Okay. I will, I will continue. I will swipe left again. All right, uh, you swipe left, and this one is, this one basically only has one big symbol, one big set of symbols in the middle of it, and it says, Tony, from what you can read, it says data corrupted. Oh, so this one's corrupt data, but that's all I can get from it. All right. It's um, corrupted? If... It's corrupted? Yeah. Evil magic! I back away from the screen. <laughs> All right. Well, um, were there more rooms to I go don't to? Know what technology is. <laughs> uh, there is a door at the other side of the room. Hey, we came from a world where there's already automatons and stuff, and you're saying you don't know what technology is? 
You've reminded yeah, me. We don't have, like, yeah, but we don't have like data systems and computers and stuff in Eberron, so I don't know no, what that means. Yeah, I can't even remember what we have anymore. Do we have bugs in our world? I said right, some go. sort of bug. Not that kind. Yeah. Alright, so um, can't take anything with us. Hit a roadblock. Basically, half drag. Oh, dragons trying to make baby half dragons. Hmm. Were those half dragons in the other room? They didn't look like the half dragons we're used to. What color were they? Uh, black. They breathe acid? You didn't, they didn't. Uh... Uh, does anybody want to tell them that they didn't breathe acid? None of them breathed acid in their. They attacked. They didn't breathe acid. They can. They attacked us completely physically. Hmm. All right. Um. Next room. This room doesn't really have a way out, aside from where we came in, right? No, it has a door on the opposite side of where from where you came in. All right. Well, I guess we're off to the next one. Should we be? Uh, is the robot closing the doors behind us, or should we be closing them? No, the doors uh, kind of like automatically closed after you, everybody like walks in. Okay. All right. So you make your way across. You know the room. You keep. Uh, you keep going. You open the. Uh, you open the next door. And uh, in the, you open the next door, and you see uh, another room. But this one is already activated. It's got three more of these like giant uh, light tablets, uh, kind of you know. Uh, but at, they're at the far end of the room, and they're already activated. And in the middle of the room, next to these, uh, next to these tablets is Lars with about um, three of the three of the robots basically torn apart around him and he's basically looking at you guys as you walk in. Hi Lars I'm gonna quickly stand to the right. It's a good thing you did because the robot uh, essentially makes very loudly proclaims threat level Omega recognized, commencing commencing cleansing, and he basically charges Lars. Wait, stop! Uh, well, you just have administrative privileges. <laughs> Um, essentially, uh, essentially, uh, it doesn't do anything. He doesn't stop in his, stop in his tracks. Uh, and he goes for a huge swing towards Lars claws out and everything. And Lars basically just holds up his spear and stops the attack dead. Like you don't even see like his arm flex or anything to absorb the energy from the blow. It's just like stopped it. Like completely like n didn't even flinch well i'm staying the hell out of this now <laughs> popcorn all right so 
the thing goes in for a second attack with the second claws, and uh, Lars essentially maneuvers his spear in such a way you don't that uh, the shaft uh, like spins up and he blocks the other attack. And he's doing this all one handed, like because uh, the robot grabbed the staff with his first hand, the made with she made the attack, and Lars basically twisted it that he twisted uh, the robot's arm like it was nothing and then blocked the other attack. And um, before anybody can do anything else with his free hand, he essentially puts, he like rests it against the thing's chest. And next thing, uh, you don't know what exactly happens because you can't really see. Like anybody magical can feel a lot of magical energy, but uh, suddenly in the center of this thing's chest, essentially a very clean hole appears. And uh, the thing tries to keep moving and moving, and then it just falls over. And this is the, the emo guy, right? He's very emo, yes. So this is the world we're in, the, the water temple. Mm, impressive yeah. form. What well, did it tell you? Uh, it, oh. File corrupted. File corrupted. File corrupted. What did it, it say of my children? Well, it said it was containing them. Mm. This place, this facility, has been breeding my children. As long as, as long as they are alive, it will never, it will never be shut down. I need you to shut down this facility, so no more are bred. So this and guy's a dragon. Okay. Well, it sounds like all the people who are breeding them are all dead. So, I mean... This facility... Has been re has been running independently of any administration for the last hundred fifty point three two cycles. Is there I any way to stop that? Like you? Did you just break the stuff? Like you just did? I cannot. I cannot. Cannot or will not. He doesn't really answer your question, but he kind of turns to the computer. Well, the screens, I should say, sorry. But it's basically a computer, but uh, and says and says yours is the only way to stop everything. There are places here I cannot reach. Can you bring us there? I cannot. Okay, well, that computer said that if we had administrative privileges, we could shut this whole thing down. So is that something you'd like us to do? Yes. And the next... So here's the next. plan. Thaves, I say you tell it first to eliminate the... Well, stop the breeding. 
Secondly, to destroy anything that has been bred. And then third, to shut the whole thing down. I mean, I can try. It seemed like the, like it was just a door pass, not not like a... I mean, he did yell at the thing to say stop, and it did, just kept on going. You guys heard him say that, right? That wouldn't, even with administrative privileges, the directive to eliminate me overrides all other programming. And why are you so bad? I am the source. I should not be roaming free. Well, I guess I could try telling these magic lights to stop whatever's going on. Please. Please. Oh. This guy is so weird. Sorry, I, I said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, Puck. I'll try going to one of the nearest screens. Alright, so you go to the nearest screen. And I put my hand in front of it. Uh, it flicker, uh, Symbols flicker into view. And, um, Puck, you say it's like... Uh, autom- for whatever reason, like exactly what you want to see is like uh, cease all activity and eliminate uh, all experiments. Just like says it says right there, and there's the uh, there's two symbol uh, two symbols by uh, Theos's hands. One, the one to his left says yes. Well, actually, I should say initiate. The other one uh, says uh, the other one says cont- says continue. Can, wait, so this says uh, cease all activity and eliminate all experiments, initiate or continue. Um, well, one thing, eliminate all experiments means kill all of his children, right? And giving the option to continue either means there's a next screen or it's already started? I think, wait. Wait, he already said he was going, right, guys? Uh, I don't know what I did. I can't read this, so you're out of telling me. I was reading out loud. That it says that uh, eliminate all exper- uh, uh, she I forgot. Let me read it again. So it means uh, it was cancel everything and uh, eliminate all experiments, right? Yeah, uh, basically, I just, uh, yeah, it says, and then there's two, like, options to the left and right of his hands. One says initiate. And the other one says continue. And then you have the option to con- uh, initiate or continue. And I, I said what Dom said. <laughs> I press the one that says initiate. But that might kill his kids. All right. Uh, the screen. Uh, what do you- the screen. Uh, flick- What's the screen said now? The screen flickers brightly, brightly for a bit, and then. Uh, uh, all the other symbols uh, disappear, and then across the center, sc- across the center screen, all it says is initiated. 
Uh, behind you, you guys hear uh, machines just start whirring and various other things. The door behind you, uh, the light symbol appears, but it turns red. And Tony, you see the symbols uh, saying, for your safety, please remain in this room. And then just a cacophony of noises like just erupt like screeching machinery like almost sounds like burning and sizzling and you have um like you in the distance you hear roars and like screaming roars and uh, other things i uh, and that this continues for like five minutes and then it just all goes silent Door said staying here for safety, by the way. Told you that thing on his arm was a bomb. Um, but it was a bomb for the rooms. Uh, well, so, uh, Lars, you want to go check it out? No. It's done. Is it done? Are we done? We're done. Uh, Behind you, uh, you see the uh, the uh, three uh, uh, the three screens fade away, and uh, floating above the center dais is a gem. Cool. I grab it. All right, you grab the gem. Uh, a bunch of the lights flicker, and it kind of goes. You know, dims, 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 and then you guys are left in complete darkness, uh, but only for a second because Lars uh, lights up his staff and it uh, gives enough light for you all to, you know, see, you know, the room and each other. And he turns to you guys and just says, Thank you. And before you guys can, you know, even ask any other questions, um, you feel the familiar pull of that greatest of all cities, uh, Flux. And before you know it, you're back in the main square. Did, did I just commit genocide? Yep. Yep. Way to yep. go. Yep. Wow. I, I kind of mentioned that before you press the button, but... Yeah. I just kind of put my arm around his shoulder and go, Welcome to the club. I pat him on the head. Uh, damn it. Although yours was much easier. Yeah, it's too bad we can't solve all our problems with a button. Like a bomb? Oh, is that still on your wrist? No, it still stay it still stays on his wrist. Brought it for Oh look, it came with me. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lokar still has a sword. Well, yeah, but so we don't get his as a bomb. 
<laughs> we should give that gem to Narak, by the way. What? But, but. You got a shiny, pretty wrist bomb. Give up the gem. And I don't actually think that gem has any value except for in this situation. Well, I mean, it's not like there's any real economy here either. Tell you what, I'll buy you a drink if you turn in that gem. We haven't ever paid for drinks. So, offer still stands. Ah, uh, fair enough. Alright, All right. well, I think that's a good place to finish. So, everyone, uh, I do believe uh, we'll see you next time with Flux, where we see all these, you know, wonderful people committing genocide. Maybe again, maybe not. We'll see, you know. Flux is still in a state of flux. So are we just going to assume that the gem was turned in then? Oh, no, no, no. We, we don't have to assume anything. It's just uh, Thea still has the gem. I mean, if you guys want to, uh, you know, decide how it gets to <laughs> where it needs <laughs> to go. <laughs> right now, your next object objective is deposit the gem. Literally, there's no enemies in the way, and it's a very simple task. So I want to see how you guys destroy half of Flux. This is going to end up in a TPK, you know that, right? As long <laughs> as there, nothing should end up on fire. The the rogue who likes shiny things has the gem. Assume nothing will be easy. <laughs> but we'll, we can decide that all uh, next session, so... For now, I think it's a good place to uh, sign off. So uh, we'll see you next time with Flux. I hope you enjoyed my DMing. I hope it's not too obvious to, that I improv a lot of this, but hey, you know. Yeah, the best stuff comes from improv. Mm-hmm. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we saying goodnight then? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Bye. Goodnight. Bye. 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 Bye.